0: I call to order the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. This is a podcast where I, the shaman, and my co-host, El Pinchito, invite you to get (laughs) legally high with us and watch a movie. (laughs) The way this podcast works is it sort of serves as a commentary track where we are going to talk about what we're going to smoke, and then we will watch A movie or show together and uh, we'll give you instructions on how to synchronize your copy of this podcast with your copy of what we're watching today and yeah we can all just you know get stoned together and watch stuff together you know that great tradition uh which (laughs) sadly you know sadly we're sort of deprived of getting high with your buddies in 2020 so this is like a a salve it'll help us uh chase the blues away as it were
1: yeah, and we figured out a new way to stay even more connected. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, so <laughs> Kinshi found just these amazing bongs, these two bongs that are, I mean, there's no other way to put it. They are devil bongs. They're, They're devil's bongs. Uh, I'll have to post a photograph uh, in our feed. Look for it in the show yeah. notes of this episode. But yeah, it's basically, it's a... A bong and then in the the main chamber there is the head of a devil and the bong itself has <laughs> horns on the outside of the chamber as well and i was looking at this thing it's so cool because the the air intake from the bowl comes out the bottom of the devil's head oh so
1: wow! so when you
0: smoke it his head is gonna just get engulfed in smoke
1: that's awesome super man. cool these are really exceptionally crafted bongs I must say like they're very unique and very different in terms of how I would interpret like having a, a devil head for a bong
0: yeah I love because, that. the devil doesn't have horns it's almost like he's an astronaut and the horns are on his helmet
1: oh hundo P so so I gotta tell the story about yeah how please I found do
0: these. we were looking because, for these
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were looking so, um, you know, we were, we were going all up and down Yonge Street to the Toronto Hemp Company, trying to see if we could find anything that had a devil in it. So that, cause you know, I mean, w- we need something to celebrate the devil's lettuce film society. Um, and we never found one. So, uh, now that my good buddy has moved across Canada and now lives in Prince Edward Island, uh, I was hanging out, uh, in the junction of Toronto and I came across this store called best buds forever. And, like, it's funny, dude, because I almost walked past them because there was people inside and I'm socially awkward. And But they, like, they saw me looking at the bongs outside and they were like, come in, Aww. come in. And I was like,
0: friendly oh, God, stories. people want to
1: talk. That's so nice. So I was like, okay. So I went inside. And, dude, the, the shop, like, staff were just overwhelmingly friendly and so helpful. And I was telling them, once I saw this bong, the so there was two of them. There was two Devil's Bongs right beside each other, and they were both on sale. They were both wonderful. And I'm telling them the story about my best bud. Meanwhile, the the name of the store is Best Buds Forever. And I'm telling them about our podcast, and they're, like, looking it up on their computers, and we're all having a lovely time as I bought these bongs. And they were telling me about how they had plans for expansion and getting, like, a, a license to sell, you know, the Devil's Lettuce out of their storefront. So... I look very forward to going back there one day, and I look very forward to christening this guy. I'm
0: so excited. With you. (laughs) Like this man, and I was just having the worst day, and then I get this package from El Pinchito and I open it up and there's this hilarious devil bone staring back at me, like quite (laughs) literally glaring out of the box at me when I opened it. It's so perfect.
1: Oh, that's so great. I'm so glad it made your Oh, yeah. It
0: really did. It absolutely did. This was fantastic. Uh, and oh, I can't wait to smoke it tonight. I've been saving uh, it. That's the thing. I got same. this like two weeks ago and I've just been like, it sits on my desk looking oh, at yeah. me. It's, it's like
1: hundred oh, locking
0: eyes with me. So I'm glad I finally get <laughs> to actually use it. Um, so I guess I should also talk about what we're going to be watching. This is going to be one of our like field diary shorter episodes that we do when we don't get the whole gang together it's just the two of us and we watch something a little shorter the last one of these we did was action family which was pretty great <laughs>
1: That was so weird.
0: um and i have i have brought another uh another wild thing for you to watch it is uh it is i guess you could call it a show it's the pilot episode for a tv series that didn't get picked up called the amazing screw on head and this is an animated series from 2006. Okay. It is available on YouTube to watch, so listeners at home, you can easily find it. Or if, when you listen to this, it has been taken off of YouTube, it is available to buy on disc. Uh, I know it got a DVD release, probably as a Blu-ray, and I'm sure you can find it online somewhere. And uh, I'll just say a couple more things about it so, uh, so Pinchy can get excited. So, <laughs> The Amazing Screw-On Head. Uh, it's directed by Chris Prinoski, which is not a name that you would know offhand, but it is written by Brian Fuller. Do you recognize that okay. name? Mm. Brian Fuller, <laughs> he did uh, Pushing Daisies, okay. Cannibal, American oh. Gods. Oh. Uh, wonderful. Dead Like Me, he did. Okay. Um, so, he's... he's like uh a big name in television right now he's working on Star Trek Discovery um okay. he also sort of has a reputation for every show that he works on Uh it comes to an abrupt end sooner than he'd hoped but uh really? he's been writing for TV since the late 90s and he did he's done like a lot of work on Star Trek series he wrote a whole bunch of episodes of uh Voyager and uh like i said now he's doing Star Trek Discovery but like, I love Hannibal, and oh, yeah. American Gods is pretty trippy. Oh, 100%. He wrote uh, a few episodes of the TV show Heroes as well.
1: Oh, also a great So show. he's
0: pretty prolific. And then right. it's also written by and based on a comic by my man, Mike Mignola. Do you know that guy?
1: <laughs> my man. No. Mike is Mignola, that,
0: creator of Hellboy. Hellboy is his oh, biggest no one. Oh, no way. Yeah, he's... Oh yeah, and he's done like loads and loads of comics, but the big the big thing that he's done in terms of uh, like actual movies, of course, is all the Hellboy movies he has been executive producer on. Um, I'm not so much a fan of the the 2019 Hellboy. I thought that was pretty bad, but Hellboy the the two Guillermo del Toro ones, Mm, love those movies so much, and. I really love just Mike Mignola's comics. I've read all of Hellboy. I've read all of BPRD. And I think they are fantastic. And so he co-wrote this. And then here's here's the cast. You're going to love this cast. I can't wait. Paul Giamatti.
1: Okay. David Hyde Pierce. Uh-huh. Patton
0: Oswalt. Yeah. Molly Shannon. And then oh, wow. Mindy Sterling, who you might not know by name. Do you know Mindy Sterling? No. She was a uh, Frau Farbisna in the Austin Powers movies.
1: Wow. That is oddly <laughs> specific. <laughs> but yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Ascending the gods. Yeah. Ascending the gods. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, so that's your cast and that's the talent behind it. It is animated and I'll just leave it at that so that you can discover all the joys. Uh, I will actually one more thing I will say is uh, Pinchy, I know that lately you have been very into Has-Been Hotel and (gasps) Hell of a Boss.
1: Don't even talk to me about how amazing those shows are, especially Has-Been Hotel. Yeah, Has-Been
0: Hotel, Hell of a Boss, and that is what inspired me to recommend this one because if you want fast-paced, like, joke-a-second, really crazy design animated stuff... The amazing screw on yeah. head I think it's gonna deliver what you're looking for.
1: Wow 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 wow. I'm so excited because Hasman Hotel is an animated series that I have been waiting for forever. <laughs> like I, I didn't it was a series that I didn't know I needed until I saw it um it's funny because i'm notorious for telling everyone i hate musicals except the ones that i like uh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the character design is just so wonderful a like
0: very you show has been oh
1: man like you know it's really nice too that we're starting to get into this this point in time where we're starting to see not just in like live tv shows but even animated content now characters who are just characters they are people and they are not stereotypes of gender they are not stereotypes of anything they are completely amorphous characters that start to tell stories and you get a sense for who they are and they're not and they're not even human maybe uh, it's, maybe it's a really future great.
0: field diary should be back to back has been and hell of a boss there's only one episode of each and i think they're what like 15 minutes each right
1: Dude, please! That would be that. That would just. Ugh. I I've watched that series, *Has Been Hotel*, <laughs> like five times now. All right, so it's so, so good.
0: clearly we need to follow up on this. We can do a field yeah. diary on Hasbin Hotel* at a future. Yes. Day. Yes. But for now, it is 2006's *The Amazing Screw On Head*, <laughs> and I'm we get to break in these devil bongs. So, Pinchy, what are you smoking tonight?
1: E- so okay, so there's this one strain I got recently that I'm a huge fan of. It's called Purple Boby Dick. <laughs> 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 I've been smoking it for a while. It is a it's a sativa dominant hi- hybrid. Um, it is it is Spanish and it was first grown in Spain. Um, and uh, it uh, is a cross between. Let's see here. Passion Project. Da, 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 da. Yeah, anyway, it was first grown by Dynafem, which is a Spanish cannabis company. It's got about 18% average THC. Um... It, it, this 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 strain is is suggested to be not for beginners in that uh the effects are no joke um they're often advertised uh as for to people who have incredibly high tolerances which i don't know about you my dude but like this pandemic man is as brought yeah me to tolerance
0: roof. through the roof
1: yeah there's nothing else to do man And I'm not a big fan of drinking, so, like, to relax and and, and hang out mode, I, I, you know, get get into my devil's lettuce. Anyway, uh, the effects are largely heady and cerebral, um, despite its slight sativa dominance, Uh, bypassing any amount of tolerance you might have. This strain will seize control of your brain almost immediately after your first hit. It will usher in a wave of creative energy and euphoria, and it's a long-lasting effect, and I can agree to that. That will go on for hours on end lasting well into the afternoon should you choose to consume it during midday lol afternoon it's eight o'clock at night uh typical effects good for uh depression anxiety and migraines uh best effects are relaxed creative and energetic um, and you know, you know all the uh, all
0: the usual dry mouth, negatives, paranoia, <laughs> paranoia, <Everywhere. laughs> dry, dry eyes, mass. paranoia, yeah,
1: anxiety, yeah, right. So, um, relaxed, creative, energetic, and euphoric. Um, so, I'm really excited to try this out in Mud Devil.
0: Bowl. Nice. What
1: about what about you, man? What are you
0: smoking? <laughs> so, I I will be partaking of a strain called Super Mario. <laughs> and uh, this has a, a pretty good write-up. Um, it's a clone-only strain, apparently, by Gastown Growers. It is 100% organic, grown in greenhouses. Um, it has an earthy and sweet odor and flavor with pine and citrus notes. Uh, it gives you happy and uplifting effects And the write-up here from our friends at Budmail says, It's sure to make you feel like you've grown twice your size and can now punt a turtle shell into an oncoming Koopa. Productive and focused effects are prevalent, followed by a calming euphoric fade. uh, Effects euphoric energetic, creative focus. And it's good for pain. It has a high CBD content. Good for loss of appetite. For relieving stress. And uh, if you feel fatigued, it'll give you a bit of a pick me up.
1: Right, that's fucking awesome.
0: Let's go. To-
1: <laughs> Let's go. It's a me, the shaman. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. Uh, man, I've never, I've never even heard of a strain like that. I'm, I maybe, man, maybe if I can get my hands on that one day, that'd be real neat.
0: Uh, well, you know where to find it. I got it through good old Budmail
1: good old blood mail serving our needs since we can't remember because we're too hot.
0: <laughs> yes
1: our needs
0: since we can't remember that should really be their slogan
2: Yeah, right? established
0: uh i don't know all right so we want to do this time to
1: <laughs> time
0: to break in the uh break in the devil bombs yeah.
1: Yep, 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 yep. We learned it here today, and we'll learn it again.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, I should I should also note uh, the Super Mario strain has great terpenes, according to this writer.
1: Oh, the terpenes. the terpenes. They're good, eh, bro? Good,
0: good
1: terpenes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's have
0: our smoke break, and then we'll come back and watch The Amazing Screw-On Hat. Oh, yeah. All right, we're back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, Ooh. like I've been I I mean, I, I talked about this right before about how my tolerance right now is quite high. And like this is the highest I've been in a while. Don't, yeah, <laughs> okay. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody.
0: The thing is, like it's been like <laughs> it's been probably over a year now. No, no, it hasn't. It has been since probably my birthday which is in January and it is now November so 11 months since I actually smoked any weed you know I usually vape it if I'm by myself or I have an edible but I only ever really smoke it when I'm sharing it with someone
1: oh no way yeah you haven't been smoking joints at all
0: no I've been vaping
2: oh my god
0: (laughs) in fact the uh I I would wager to guess that the last time I actually smoked a joint was probably with you.
1: Yeah. oh and, and here we are again.
0: And here we are again. But yeah, all that to say, whoa.
1: <laughs> right? Oh my god, so whoa.
0: So okay, hard. so we're in a good mood. We're, we're ready. We're great. Feeling, feeling happy. <laughs> so are we ready to begin the amazing screw on head?
1: Yeah, we can screw on some heads.
0: All right, so listeners, we are starting at the very beginning of the episode. The copy I have is uh, 21 minutes, 51 seconds. And uh, I'm just going to say three, two, one, go. And on go, I'm going to hit play. You hit play on your copy and you can watch along with us. So here we go. The Amazing Screw-On Head from 2006. Three, two, one, go. Museum of Dangerous Books and Papers. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, I love
0: this art style so much.
1: So I remember, so, okay, sometimes I log on to and I just turn the volume off and I listen to music and I keep the chat and the, the video up. And I remember when this was on.
0: Okay, so yeah, you, you've seen this without sound.
1: But, but Nani, I've seen scenes of it. I've seen scenes and not watching it for any prolonged amount of time.
0: So then you must remember this werewolf with boobs.
2: No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is insane. <laughs> what? What is happening?
0: <laughs> well, this happened at the, what was it, the Museum of Dangerous Books and Papers?
2: Oh my god. Okay, I remember this scene, I think.
0: Have you read any uh, Hellboy comics?
1: No, but they're they're saved, man. They're saved on my Hoopla uh, to take and from the library and read. Are they like should I elevate that in my queue, my backlog? Like
0: I mean, I love them. Yeah. Eh? I really like how his art style uses shadow.
2: Yeah. It's wonderful. Get me screw on head. What the fuck? <laughs> is this like
1: a Tales from the Crypt Keeper kind of thing? No. No. What? Calling Screw On Head?
0: Screw On Head is a secret agent working for Abe Lincoln.
1: Are you fucked? What the fuck?
0: It's a proto videophone.
2: Wow. proto video phone man that's so
1: insanely creative
0: i kind of want just like something like that from my house (laughs) like get a portrait of somebody and make a little like flippy thing for their mouth and eyes (laughs) and you could just have it react to sound whenever sound comes through their microphone it flips the mouth
2: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: Emperor Zombie.
2: What the fuck?
0: Ms. Butler, Mr. Groin, it's Patton Oswald. What?
1: Okay, so where was this supposed to live? was this for kids? <laughs>
0: No, I think it was uh, conceived as being sort of like an adult swim cartoon.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But Mike McNola said that uh, he wanted to, like the idea for Screw on Head came to him when he was thinking about old action figures with gimmicks. Mm-hmm. So the idea behind Screw on Head is like you'd buy the head and then you could buy different bodies for your action figure. Wow. Emperor Zombie was his first butler. His butlers keep dying. Godspeed, screw on head. <laughs>
1: Dude, this is fucking bananas.
0: The design in it is just so good. Like, look at this.
1: Oh, the design. But like also just the story is I am struggling to even wrap my head (laughs) around it. There's so many layers of like commentary and
0: vampires. It's on a rat chair, a throne of rats.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs)
2: what (laughs) are
1: you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last time I saw something that was fucked up was when you showed me the greasy strangler, dude. Ah. <laughs> and it's it's funny because we just watched that like last night together.
0: Yeah. And Your second was it uh, oh, just as good the second time around?
1: N- oh my god, dude. My it was just as good to watch react to it like his face how like (laughs) perplexed and like repulsed like he looked was hysterical but like
0: i I call bullshit on that no
1: i call bullshit artist you're a
2: bullshit artist you're a bullshit you're a bullshit (laughs) artist Oh. oh. It's Paul Giamatti, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. I know. I know this exists.
0: I love Emperor <laughs> Zombie. David Hyde Pierce.
2: What no, no, shut up.
1: What a what a metaphor. Dude, man, you really hit a nerve when I told you about really loving has been (laughs) hotel. (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Man, he would have a shit with this. I think he would be particularly entertained. You should show him. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: everybody. Mike and L.
0: All those people with the same name. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. oh, bless. Bleep. Oh, my God.
1: Can we follow this underaged, like, milk?
2: (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. Is there, like, some necromancy aspect to this? Oh, yeah.
0: who says smoking people is bad for you
2: (laughs) yay yay
0: Oh, this voice actor. Well, you don't recognize him? No. It's uh, Niles Crane. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is why I'm so tickled. He and Mike Magnola worked on the Hellboy movies. He was the voice of Abe Sapien in the first one.
2: Oh my god, for
1: real? I didn't realize. Yeah, it is. Abe, the, what was he called? Sorry? Abe in Hellboy. He was,
0: he was the fish guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Kelsey Grammer is one of my favorite voice actors though. Like whenever Kelsey Grammer was Bob on the Simpsons, I was so entertained I and I kid. like when
0: they brought in David Hyde Pierce to be Sideshow Bob's brother in that episode. Oh no
1: way yeah. that's funny. That's funny because the way they fought in that ep- in that episode was yeah. so great
0: They were about to open up the the contained dimensional portal inside that turnip.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, he didn't.
1: I need to show this to so many people. Oh,
0: we should also add... As a bit of foreshadowing, the action sequences in the show are amazing. Oh, really?
2: (sighs) Man, it's a shame more of this didn't
1: get made.
0: Seriously, this could have been an amazing series.
1: Dude, this was. This is one of those things where. They were so ahead of their time and I hope they knew it as well. And which is why it didn't go anywhere. Some things are just not ready. The culture just isn't ready to adopt it.
0: I guess, but I don't know. I think that's pretty tragic. This could have been amazing.
1: It is tragic. It's absolutely tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's taken... It's
0: right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's taken this long to get something like Has-Been Hotel that is starting to go gangbusters now. And, like, um, the uh midnight gospel as well oh yeah you know
0: we're definitely in i don't know if we're still in the golden age or maybe we're entering the golden age of like older not i'd say adult oriented but not like yeah. pornographic necessarily yeah. but like aimed at an older audience
2: right
0: in animation there's right. a lot of that now With like bojack horseman yeah as well.
2: yeah
1: yeah because for a long time animation was only for children
0: Well, with some exceptions, like Ralph Bakshi movies, you know, like Fritz, the cat was for uh, an adult audience as well. But uh, we're now just seeing so much more of it. on different platforms. It might be because of streaming, actually, because now there's no there's or at least there's less risk of a kid seeing it by accident when you have greater control over what's being watched rather than it just airing on TV. Right. And crushed like, his crushed his body.
1: <clears throat> there are some children's animated series these days that are pretty great. Like have you seen the new Shira? Oh yeah. it's fucking wonderful.
0: Look look Mr. Dog turned up.
1: <laughs> Mr. Dog.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
1: <laughs> Mr. Groin. <clears throat> what? What the hell just happened?
0: Uh, the demigod got sucked back into the interdimensional turnip.
1: Okay... Okay. CURSE YOU! was he taken back down to some eldritch hell like
0: no nah, he was just uh screw on heads like octopus body grabbed him and then just weighed him down to the bottom of the lake
2: oh oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> know your place, Mr. Groin. Wow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What? Oh, is this a Titmouse thing?
0: A Titmouse thing?
1: No, yeah. Titmouse is the studio. I thought I I just saw it. Titmouse, um, is the same animation studio that produced uh, uh, Midnight Gospel.
0: Um, I mean, mean, this was this was quite a ways back, but let's see. Just looking it up now. Yeah, it is titmouse. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Ah yeah, I thought myself.
0: (laughs) Wow, good call on that one. Nice spot. Mm.
1: Wow,
0: and they've worked on a lot of stuff too. That's really cool. Yeah. So what did you think of the amazing screw on head?
1: Oh my god, that was hysterical. I'm going to, after we're done here, I'm going into the other room and showing three more people. I'm watching it again <laughs> right now.
0: Yeah, that's that's so good. It's yes. one of those great animated pilots that never got picked up. There's another one uh, called Korgoth of Barbaria that was kind of around wow. the same time. Yeah, And it's like a Conan the Barbarian kind of heavy metal one. Maybe we'll watch that sometime, but it's amazing. And it also didn't get picked up. And sort of like this, there was this tragic era, circa 2006, where all these good cartoons just sort of stopped, like okay. clone high. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it's, it seems like there was this weird period, <sighs> I guess right before internet streaming started to take off more and more where there were all these great cartoons that were cut short. Like, even, it's crazy to say it now, but do you remember how Family Guy got cancelled? No. In the early 2000s, Family Guy got three seasons, and then it got cancelled. Yeah,
1: I remember that, yep.
0: And uh, then it sold so many DVDs that they picked it back up again, and now it's on, like, what? It's probably, like, on season 20 or something.
1: But, like, it, it... It um, it really lost favor with me, Family Guy, like after a while. Like oh yeah, <laughs> likewise.
0: I mean, like The Simpsons, the longer it went on, sort of the less into yeah, it I got. But yeah. my point is, there was this wild time in the early 2000s where just all these more adult-oriented cartoons were either not getting picked up, like Korgoth of Barbaria, like The Amazing Screw-on-Head... Or getting cut short, like Clone High or Undergrads or The Oblongs or even Family Guy for a while there was canceled.
1: Right. So that very small amount of time when like, media got just a little too adult and a little too edgy.
0: I guess. And everything was on the chopping block. And then now that we have... I guess, you know, streaming makes it easy to curate content more, or maybe the times have just changed and people have realized the popularity of them. But now, adult-oriented animation is flourishing.
1: Oh, yeah. I think it's a combination of both, and and I'm sure a lot more factors. Like, I mean, I don't know. There's, um, I mean, you got people like myself who are in their, you know, almost mid-30s where, like, I don't plan to have kids and... Like, I I still continue to make art for my friends and for people of our age.
0: Oh, so you're you're positing that uh, that because I know a lot of people in our generation aren't having kids. And without those kids, more cartoons are just being aimed at us. (laughs) Is that your hypothesis?
1: Well, yeah.
0: I think that's a possibility.
1: (laughs) You know, like, I I make the art that I would have loved to see as a kid, right? Like, I remember, Mm. I remember, you know, you remember the Ontario Science Center? Oh, yeah. Fucking love the Ontario Science Center when I was a kid, because it was, like, experiential science. And so, to this day, I like making experiential science art, right? Because I make a lot of fire art. Um, So, um If I was an animator, though, that would mean shows like what we just watched and um, Has been hotel like when I saw has been hotel. I was I was pissed off because I was like I I wish it was me that had made
2: this
1: (laughs) And I'm I'm upset that it wasn't me who made this and I'm so fucking happy that someone else made this
0: Well, clearly we'll have to watch it for this show.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I think that's a great idea
0: what did you like about The Amazing Screw-On-Head? Do you um, have a favorite character?
1: Oh, the zombie emperor. <laughs> emperor <Andrew> zombie. <laughs> <laughs> zombie. Smoking people. <laughs> well, so, because I was saying earlier, like, Kelsey Grammer as Bob in The Simpsons was one of my favorite characters. Like, I love the way Kelsey Grammer acts. He's, he's hysterical. Um, and I feel like if you look, now that I know that it's Kelsey Grammer um, that, has, that was Abe... No, no, no,
0: David Hyde Pierce was Abe.
1: Oh really? Not not Kelsey Grammer.
0: That's right. Okay Niles basically Niles Crane Oh, Niles Crane,
1: Niles Crane. Abe Sapien
0: and Emperor Zombie.
1: Right Interesting. Oh, that's that guy So Emperor Zombie wasn't Kelsey Grammer. Not Kelsey Grammer. The other the The other...
0: other Fraser's brother.
1: Right Oh Man, that's awesome. Well, and now I get it, because you were saying he was the brother on Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one of my most entertaining episodes. Oh man, that was so funny. Because it had the same dynamic as Frasier. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So good.
0: Would you buy a, an amazing screw-on-head action figure? Oh. Uh, are you, are just you the head and then you gotta buy all the different bodies. <laughs>
1: fucking kidding me, of course I would. I would've man, I can't wait till we get to this part in the house where we start putting our pop culture toys on the walls, but Man, that is something that I would, yeah, I would go
2: So what do you give it
0: out of five?
1: Oh, I give it, uh, 212 screw-on heads.
0: Go one screw-on head and 212 bodies.
1: Yes, yes, you got that. (laughs) Or 212
0: dead butlers.
1: Dead butlers, or was, uh, uh, fuck, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember <laughs> how to explain it now. I
0: give it top marks. Five out of five. I love this thing. Like yeah. you, it's the kind of thing, like, when I discovered it, I'm like, I need to show everybody this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100% yes. So fucking and, yes.
0: And how was your, was it purple Moby Dick?
1: <laughs> oh my god, dude. Like, I've only just recently started to get my head above water. I haven't been high in so long.
0: Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Same, same, buddy.
1: Oh, man. I give that fucking also 800 flying purples. Over 9,000. Yeah. What about you? How was yours?
0: I mean, it's hard for me to judge because, like I said, like I've just been vaping for the past 11 months. So uh, it has definitely hit me harder than usual. I don't know. I I could give that a five out of five. Why not? (laughs) Why not?
1: (laughs) Why not give 5 out of 5 to the, the christening of our little, little devil really bong Best Buds bongs? <laughs> oh, it's so great. <laughs> so great. So Amazing. great.
0: Well, I guess with that, we will bring to a close this Devil's Lettuce Film Diary.
1: Oh, so good.
0: And uh, catch you next time. We haven't even figured out what we're watching next, but no. there will always be a next one.
1: Yeah. Husband Hotel.
0: Oh, yes, we'll do Has Been Hotel. And,
1: and Hell of a Boss.
0: Use responsibly, folks.
2: <laughs> Bye.